0: Hello, and welcome to the Squadcast, your weekly Apex Legends podcast, hosted by myself, Jackson Colburn. And this is the first time I've ever done any sort of podcast, but before we should start the podcast episode itself, I feel like I should tell uh, you guys a little bit about my background. So, my name is Jackson Colburn, like I said at the front of the episode, and uh, my experience with gaming is that whenever Halo and Minecraft and those games first released, I was really into them. Halo is one of the first Battle Royale, or not Battle Royale, But uh, first, like, gun games I ever played, then I got into Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, and Black Ops. And then Fortnite released, and I was really into that because I was the first Battle Royale of anything I've ever played before. But then, in 2019, I believe, in February, Apex Legends came out, and it was from the Titanfall universe, which I never played, but I'm hoping I'll do that soon. But I was hooked immediately. I really enjoyed it, and I this is my favorite game still to this day, and I could go on for hours talking about it, and that is exactly why I've started this podcast. And for this podcast, I'm hoping that I don't really have to edit much at all. I'm wanting to make the most accurate podcast, you know, just like I'm talking to you guys because in real life you can't actually edit back what you say and you can't. S- You can't really start all over again, so I'm hoping to make a very realistic uh, podcast. But so yeah, like I said, Apex Legends released in February of 2019, and originally EA or Respawn or whoever didn't plan for it to make a lot of money, they just saw how lucrative and how well Fortnite did when it was first released in 2017, and so they just wanted to know the action, so they decided to release a battle royale of their own, and what they didn't know is that it would pick up enough traction to, over time, become one of the most favorite battle royales of all time and break world records, which is still mind-blowing to me or for me to this day. And now to modern day, uh, Apex Legends just turned four years old, I believe, with the collection event that happened in season 16 it is still season 16 currently as of recording i believe there's 23 days left in the season so if this releases by the time the season's still active make sure to keep grinding and ranked get the uh, last few levels of the battle pass or whatever and this season i haven't really grinded that much Um, i haven't really been playing ranked that much this season as i've been busy making this project for you guys and like I said in the description, I didn't make this podcast for uh traction or to gain money. I made this podcast specifically so that way I can make content for you guys and also just to overlay and I uh I talk a lot about Apex. I th- uh, I think a lot about Apex, you know, and I, and uh if I talk a lot about Apex, you know, maybe I can throw some content out and I don't know, maybe help people get through their work day or whatever, you know, help them get through the day a little bit, uh, have them listen to me, maybe get their brain uh, start thinking if they need it, if they a little b- need a little bit of a boost, because on this podcast, I will mention a lot about mathematics, as in Apex Legends, there's a lot of math involved, which would uh, feel kind of odd, but believe it or not, there is. I mean, just imagine uh, the rate of fire per second, the damage per second, and then the math really starts to add up, and wouldn't you know, you have a math lesson inside of a video game. And that is why I like Apex Legends. It's a very thinking game, which I don't like to really play games that don't have you thinking them. I like Apex Legends because you always have to react, you have to think, you have to plan ahead, which I like doing. And also with the RNG, or random number generator, it's never the same. It's always different almost every single time, plus there's also the different characters and the different changes like that. And I also understand that games like Fortnite have RNG, and they have, uh, nothing's really the same. However, there is one thing that's the same in Fortnite, is that they don't have attachments for their weapons, their, uh, their equipment is different. They don't have the same things that Apex do, because in Fortnite, you start with a gun, but in Apex, you can customize a gun however you would like which I think is really unique to Apex Legends, and then there's also the, the Call of Duty, Battle Royale games, you know, attachments, all that stuff. Apex is its own separate thing, it is a very successful game, and I would suggest anyone who hasn't played it before to hop on, it's a free-to-play game, uh, it doesn't cost any money, and personally it's my favorite game that I've ever played, and it's the game I've stuck with for the longest, it's just something different every single time. But anyways, let's go ahead and actually start the episode. Uh, so first we're gonna talk about some news, uh, possible meta, and the future of Apex Legends. So, I'm just going to talk about random news that happened in Season 16. So, for example, um, in the firing range, we got a crate that came out of nowhere that has um, F and R on it, which we believe that next season, Season 17, we will get two Legends as in this season of Season 16. We got zero Legends, and instead we got a lot of changes to Legends, a lot of balancing updates, and stuff like that. And supposedly, as you know, Apex Legends Mobile, uh, uh, got, um, oh, deleted, and it's, uh, officially taken out of, uh, app stores, it's not available anymore, but there were two legends in that Apex Legends that aren't in the main game, which is kind of, which is kind of odd, but there were two legends, Fade and Rhapsody, which weren't in the main game, and so supposedly, next season, we're gonna get Fade and Rhapsody. Fade is basically Wraith, except he can, uh, Kind of go back in time, in a sense. And then Rhapsody, honestly, I mean, she's okay. I mean, I tried her a few times. Uh, She has some pretty cool abilities, though. You know, kind of music person. Um, but if they did come into the game, I'll be very excited and uh, I'll def- uh, I'll definitely uh, teach you guys how to play them. So as of recording, there's st- uh, the uh, crate is still in the firing range, so if you want to go check that out, you just gotta look around the firing range, find a crate, it has some uh, numbers on it, and then it has the Apex Legends uh, logo symbol on it, so that's definitely important. And obviously, since season 16 release, there have been some legends that have been nerfed. Uh, some got their abilities taken away, which nerfed, by the way, means kind of like they uh, they made the legend kind of worse, but in a good way, though. Or not a good way, but they made it more healthy. Saying nerfs aren't bad. They help the game uh, in the future. They give legends that aren't as popular, being the spotlight. And also, sometimes some legends are just too powerful, and so they have to bring them down a few levels which that is something personally I really like about Apex. They make everything fair, they try to have a very healthy game, a healthy community, and, you know, they just give a chance for every single legend that they release. Anyway, some legends that got a nerf this season, that kind of broadened down several levels, is 1 Horizon, because she got thrown to the new Skirmisher class, which, in case you didn't know, the Skirmisher class allows you to see whatever care package you're looking at and the contents inside of it. Valkyrie also got thrown in this um, category, and so did Octane, so that brought all three of those legends down somewhat, which was good because all three of those legends were kind of high in the pick rate charts and then here are two legends this season that got big buffs so first off we got our boy Pathfinder. Pathfinder basically actually got uh, passive i mean i think he's always had a passive but some people don't agree with that and that's respectable however he finally got a quote-unquote passive which makes him able to uh, um go on zip lines faster makes him deploy zip lines all that stuff also extended range and then there's wraith who got her uh tactical and ultimate uh improved or buffed which means basically made the legend better or improved them in some way Which, I mean, personally I don't play Wraith. Uh, I do play Pathfinder sometimes, though, so that's a pretty uh, big buff to me, I think. Um, I don't know about the Wraith one, though, too much. I haven't really played her that much this season. Now for legends that are in the meta. So, first off, we got Catalyst, who released in Season 15. Didn't start off too well, but this season she, uh, she got pretty popular, and that's because of the other legend in the meta, which has to go to Seer. He was released in Season 10, he is a recon legend, just like Bloodhound, and he is also very useful. Reason being is because Catalyst, for her ultimate, or the Cat Wall, some people call it, she puts up this goo wall and you can't see through it but he can scan through it and see enemies and their location how much health they have and cancel revives and heals so that is very useful and that is why seer and catalyst are currently the two legends in the meta other than those two there's not really any legends that stick out in the meta too much at the moment and also another legend that I forgot to mention who got nerfed kind of not super heavily people are making a bigger deal than it has to be but it's bloodhound reason being Is because one his scan duration got lowered I think from four seconds to three seconds ballpark and then there's also his uh, raven his raven thing is okay I mean it's it's alright I wouldn't say it's awful like people are saying but it's definitely not the greatest another legend who got buffed was one of my mains actually Loba who if you didn't know was already in the support class but she got moved to the new support class which a new perk with that one is that if a respawn card expires, you are able to use crafting materials to craft one in a replicator, which then gives you the card back of however many teammates you lost, which then you can go to a respawn beacon and respawn your teammates, which I think is very useful I haven't really been able to use it that much, but I still think it's a very cool ability, and I think Respawn made a very good choice. And that helped me pick up another legend that I use quite often now is Newcastle. He uh, originally was in the Defense class, but now they renamed it the Controller class. But now he is in the Support class uh, as of now. And he can also do the same thing as Loba, which made me start playing Newcastle a lot more than I used to. And thanks to the new Assault class perk, where there's now Red Supply Bins that automatically match uh, some attachments I need for your guns, I've started to play Ash now. Which, by the way, she is one of my favorite legends I've ever played and I think that she is really underutilized and that you guys should give her a try, personally. Which I feel like, kind of thanks to the support buff, I feel like Crypto is now a little worse than he used to be. I used to play Crypto a whole lot and I still do to this day. I play him in Ranked, I play him in BR. I think he's really fun to play. He may not be very appealing to some people as, you know, he's not super fast, he can't transport the team, but he's a very good recon legend and I think that some people kind of sleep on him I think he's a sleeper pick. Seer also got kinda nerfed, and I'm still saying that he's meta. He is still very meta. But the reason why he is somewhat nerfed is because his passive that originally was Pathfinders, which the whole entire recon group had, is that you could scan a survey beacon, or a recon beacon, I I forget which one it's called, and you can know the next ring location, which was awesome, it had to be one of the most overpowered passives in the game, but now, the controller legends have that passive, or perk, and so now he's a little bit nerfed, but he's still very viable, and he is still very meta at the moment. Now onto the controller legends. Personally, I think that these guys are some of the best legends in the game at the moment, because... Their new perk is that, uh, it was the old Recon Legend one, is that you can know the next ring location, which I think matches them a lot better. And so now, I think that uh, I'm seeing a lot more Gibraltar play, a lot more Newcastle play, and especially Rampart, who is also one of my favorite Legends to play. And so I think that now the competitive scene is going to change quite a bit since now there are a lot more Defense or Controller Legends. And then overall, the battle pass this season was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm almost uh, completed the battle pass. I've almost already completed it. The massive skins are really cool, and I would 100% suggest once again that you grind. You you get those battle pass skins because they are really cool. I have the season four flatline skins, and trust me, man, those things are so good. And these massive skins are kind of similar look to those. So personally, if I were you, I would go ahead and grind if you don't already have the. Uh, massive skins overall and then there's also the map changes i mean there's barely anything we have for map changes that uh, in that category this season i mean all we got was the balloons that are hanging up on the different legends around the maps that was cool but i'm looking forward to season 19 for the next map I am looking forward to that thing, and I'm hoping that it won't let us down. Kind of like Broken Moon did a little bit. I like Broken Moon, but it's definitely not my favorite map. And as a whole, would I say that Season 13 so far has been a a success? Yes, I would. It has been very successful, it's broken a few world records, and I think that's good judging by how uh, Apex's last few seasons have been recently, so I think overall this is a big win for Apex and that I'm looking forward to the future of Apex Legends and I I have a feeling that's going to live a very long time. Anyways, I think that just about wraps up this episode, the first episode of the Squadcast. Anyways, if you'd like to check out my Instagram, then type up the underscore Squadcast underscore pod. Uh, and check out our uh, check out my email at jack3colburn at gmail.com if you would like to leave a review or anything. Please follow us on any podcasting platform you are on. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to make sure that it makes its way on to the next episode. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I just want to confirm that we are releasing episodes every Sunday of every week. And if not, then I will make sure I get onto that. So, I'm just releasing this episode early just to get the podcast out there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Objective. Words are unnecessary.